Welcome to Cooking the Books, the food and hospitality podcast discussing all aspects of the industry. We interview chefs, butchers, brewers, winemakers, restaurateurs, restaurant managers, and we talk about how they got to this point, through the good times and the bad, and what they've got planned for the future. This is Cooking the Books. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone had a great Christmas, great Christmas period. Um, this We're not back 100% yet, but I just thought I'd do a mash-up of uh, last season's guests. Just a bit of a taster, a bit of a reminder. I guess it's a bit of a reminder, to be honest with you. That, you know, we don't want you to forget about us over here in Australia. Yeah, it's a bit more of a reminder that we're still coming, that we're still we're still working at it, we're still going to get some more guests and hear some more stories about what people have been doing and how they built the businesses and how they've navigated the careers, because that's what we do here. So this is a mashup, but also what I want to talk about was if there's anyone out there with a restaurant, a deli or whatever, whatever, anything in the hospitality industry, and you're looking for staff, hit me up. Instagram or yeah, just hit me up on Instagram through through Cooking the Books Instagram and um and let me know what you're looking for, what positions you want to look what you're looking for. And every week I'll if people are interested, if you're not interested, never mind, it doesn't matter. But if you are interested, I'll put it out here. Um we have quite a lot of listeners in basically our main areas are London or England, specifically London. Um, Sydney, Melbourne, and a little bit in New York, but not much really, to be totally honest. Um, and then Adelaide, yeah, most of Australia. Or Singapore, a little bit in Singapore. Sam brought us a bit of a Singaporean um, guests. Uh, sorry, guests. It was Singaporean listeners when he when he could come on, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so if you are looking for staff, hit me up. No, free at all, free, free of charge. We just put it out there. If you restaurant looking... Just we'll we'll just let we'll let everyone know that you're looking for staff. It's just another avenue to help you look in, to help you find staff. Um, this time of year, heaps of people will start shifting. We we're just losing the chef. So to be honest, the f- the first one will be we're looking for staff. We're gonna we're looking for two members of staff. But I just need to work out exactly what we're looking for before I actually post that. But that'll probably be on the one of the first episodes. Will be me on. Also, don't forget to set your goals for 2019. I'm going to be transparent. I haven't set mine yet. They're in my head, but I haven't wrote them down on paper. I find it really beneficial. Like I said, I've, I did it last year. I think it was the first time I did it last year. I didn't get them all, but I definitely got a couple of them that I was really pleased that I got. Um, pretty big goals that I, that, I, that I set. More things that I want to achieve within the business, to be honest. I want to get this. I want to get this account. I want to get that account. Or I want to get another member of staff. I want to build it to this. I want to build it to that. Whatever it might be. Um, I want to get a, a distributor in such and such, or I want to get whatever it might be in your case. You know what I mean? Set the goals and try and get them throughout the year. That's a, a little tip. Anyway, I would say, I guess that's it, over to the show. I hope everyone enjoys it. It's just a quick couple of minute mashup. And also, I hope you enjoy the new uh, intro and outro music. It's a bit more techno. When we first started, we really enjoyed meeting the producers. Um, and we did, in our very first week, we did have wines from Canberra 
and from South Australia because yeah. we'd been there. And then, but then it got to the point, like, we've sold those, we need to order more, but we want to meet the makers. So within, like, a couple of weeks, we went, okay, the, the only way, if we're going to stick to that, the only way we can do it is if it's local. If yeah, because you can't be doing big drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that very quickly morphed. And it, and it also then tied in, like, the raclette cheese that we use is Victorian. Yeah. And it's made by a French guy down in Geelong. Yeah. Um, oh, what's he called? What's he co- uh, uh, Latizan. Yeah, yeah, he's class. Yeah. We are uh, an online, personally curated wine subscription service. Yeah. yeah so the yeah, idea yeah. is to kind yeah. of use my skills as a sommelier, but rather Absolutely. than just being in a restaurant of 40 people each night, I can hopefully give wine suggestions to a much wider range of people. Yeah. And we do that by, yeah, there's a quiz to start with. So we ask for people's preferences, and then it's collecting data over time. So when we send out a first box of wine to people, ask for feedback, we take that feedback and we use it to modify their profile so that over time we're hopefully learning what each person enjoys the most and we can tailor their wine package to them individually. So Actually, like their food, which in a cool way was very simple. Yeah, for yeah. what like for what you'd expect from a fifty best sort of restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't they do go all out and make sure it's perfect, but they don't actually take it too far. Like it was equally delicious as it was nice to prep and experience and technical, of course. Yeah. Yeah, like so when I was there I did like it was like my second day and they, I think for some reason I was a bit short staffed or something. <laughs> and I was just like they're like, Oh, so like, you know, do you wanna like get involved? I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I'm like, okay, you're on the like the sauce today. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so like you're tasting like moles for the first time. And yeah, you, yeah. And a mole, like <clears throat> you know, like a mole, the one that we made at Atlas had 39 ingredients so get the balance right on that like, and although they're making it like the seasoning at the end was quite simple like the complexity of like doing that and having to do that like while doing service in Spanish <laughs> which you don't speak that was like a really that was a funny day and like and I actually did how did that. you get on I loved it like yeah it was good like because I, I was just so keen though like yeah I think, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah like no matter what like they're not there to send you down or make you have a shit day they want yeah, you to yeah. have fun but they needed the help that day so <laughs> something i'm gonna say joan of arc to the french they don't like it because they think she's a patron saint we know her as a witch so and that's the thing and i explained about the war that we turned up and and, that, and they and they don't get that so they so you know smart ass from coventry in a, in a paris kitchen was never going to last very long so yeah, yeah. in the end i was making i wasn't making burgers but it was the next step up yeah, so yeah, yeah. so then i thought okay so i went back to london i was working for a friend and then the hyatt had asked me if i wanted to go to australia to open yeah i don't know i just I, I feel been lucky like you know you go from one job to the next and along the way you meet some really amazing people that give you these really nice opportunities and you know and you just kind of roll with it and and everything was pretty easy like the businesses usually take care of that so i mean if there's any like young cooks or you know people who are on their journey like i would say don't do not be afraid to go out there and try your luck because chances are that you'll you'll get a job you know you'll get a job or get a sponsorship or you know if you're you're keen and willing to learn and have a really good attitude you know put the effort in and i think there's a lot of people like that will take you on board so at work just launched a product but that's been like a year's worth of work um and it gets launched but it's been full on right and then you have to do the business at the same time and dedicate that so the hours of like you know six well saying that after i've seen the kids for an hour get them to bed at a certain point then sit in front of the computer have a look at things you know line up your social media your instagram posts because instagram's quite big for us yeah 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 um for everyone i think to be especially in melbourne that's it yeah and then 
maybe making a couple of calls to a few people, yeah. blog posts, recipes, what are we doing about the recipes, that kind of stuff. Recipes are a key thing for us because if people don't naturally know what jerk right. is. How to use it, like how we were to saying. Use it, then you just need Education. to put something together. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like, what are we doing next? It's a breed. So it's a, it was a rare breed. It's classed as a heritage breed heritage, of yeah. cattle. Yeah. Um, bred for meat, it's originally a Galloway cross with uh, a Dutch dairy cow. Mm. Therefore, the white band, because that's the prominent gene on any cow. Yeah. Okay. So when you see the white faces, yeah. that's a Hereford crossed Angus. The white face is the prominent gene. Oh, okay. A bit like like ginger hair. That's yeah, a prominent yeah. gene. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to learn. I had this opportunity. They were going. They were going to this congress, and they were away for six weeks. And I went. I'll look after the farm. What do you mean? I was like, I'll look after the farm. We're away for six weeks. I'll look after the farm. I'll do all the farmers markets. I'll do all the, you know, uh, butchers runs. Um, if you organise the transport of the, because I can't drive a lorry, but if you organise the transport of the cattle. You know, when you're um, making olive oil, you hope to get extra virgin, but you don't know whether that will come out that way. When the check, the, all when the, the time, check it, it's when it's, it's when it's checked. So you don't know. You hope that you get a lot of extra virgin, but. And I mean, you try to press it all within 24 hours, but you've got like weather and, you know, other things yeah, can yeah, go yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've also got a fly, La Mosca. Now, I think I've written the name in English. I looked up what it was called, but everyone called it La Mosca, which just means the fly. And it's mm. something that in that um, if it attacks the olives, then you'll get less extra virgin olive oil. It impacts on the acidity level. Yeah. That's my understanding. And then you'll get the rest is just olive oil between 0.8 and 2, I think it is. Yeah. And then above that is just, they call it lampante, which is just oil. Mind you, you can process oil. So some of our extra virgin olive oil is like has a higher acidity level and everything, and they process it to pull it. You know, to, oh, to, to bring dr- it back. To bring it back. But then you've got to call it something different. Do now, what's the biggest run you've ever done now? I've done a 200K. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, 200Ks. Um, that was pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, it was nonstop. I had two sleeps during it, like a 15-minute yeah. power nap and a 20-minute power nap. Wow. And um, that was in, um, yeah, Western Melbourne in a, a place called uh, Lenderdurg. It's near the Wombat State Forest. It's yeah. not far from, from Melbourne. It's a 40-minute drive and it's like um, the terrain is like nothing else around here, that's for sure, like big, steep climbs. So it wasn't 200 flat. It was up and, up down. and down. So there was, I think, the elevation over that distance um, was the amount of going up Everest. So it was 8,500 metres up and up. That- just straight uh, up. Obviously, so, you can't so be straight up because it is high yeah, as Everest. Yeah, so it's up, down, up, down, up, down. But if you over, put all them up together, together, you've just done an Everest, in, and that took me forty-five hours. So two days of with one, <laughs> yeah, getting one <laughs> up and going. Yeah, getting one up and going, and um, sort of overcoming that first year of just ah, oh, just sheer oh just hard times you know like income wise like it's it's just you know super super hard and um, did you go for oh did did you have a job as well or did you just go from from the audio to straight oh no i went back Back. you know i went back into the meat industry after the audio thing and um for a few years yeah um yeah and then and then decided i was gonna like open up my own shop and everything so i had to like quit the job that i was at yeah I'd met my wife, Kelsey, yeah. and um, so and I said, you know, I want to open my own business and everything. And um, <clears throat> so I went to the bank and got a personal loan and she went to the bank and got a personal loan. can't remember. I think I got a $50,000 personal loan Fuck. and she got a $20,000 personal <laughs> loan. And then I got two big fat credit cards. 
I don't know. I think I got about maybe 180 grand worth of just sort of credit to kind of, yeah, and I just like went for it. There's a lot of honey laundering that goes on throughout the whole world. So, Did you just say honey laundering? Um, every industry has their issues. Ours is the laundering of honey. So basically making, blending honey and sometimes not even honey itself. All sorts of things have been found in honey around the world. Um, so, so you know, I'm just trying to make sure we get this right. So what they'll do, they'll take a percentage of honey, which is actually honey, and they'll just bulk it up with, with glue. Is that what you're saying? Generally, yes, but there's even like um, places that in China where you can send a sample of real honey and they can artificially make it. Laboratory identically, though. They'll take it apart through mass spectrometers and things, show you all the individual components and make you a, an artificial version of it. 